Welcome to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. It's a joy to have you with us today. Pastor Ed leads Fellowship Church in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Today marks the beginning of an exciting journey with Pastor Ed Young as he launches his latest series, The Rescue. Brace yourself for a transformational experience where we'll unearth the power that emerges when we step outside our comfort zones. This isn't just another sermon series. It's an invitation to uncover our connection to a grander narrative, recognizing that our existence is intertwined with something far more expansive than our individual lives. This program is just a glimpse of what Pastor Ed has to offer. From global missions to his latest inspirational books and daily devotionals, there's something for everyone. You can find all of this and more at edyoung.com. And here's an exclusive offer for our listeners today. Download a free chapter of Pastor Ed and Lisa's newest book, A Path Through Pain, at edyoung.com. With refreshing vulnerability and power, A Path Through Pain shares their family's journey from sorrow and anger to hope and healing after the tragic and sudden loss of their daughter. As they share their incredible perspective, they will inspire and equip you to believe that there is purpose in your pain, even if you can't see that purpose yet. Now, let's get into today's message called The Ring is the Thing. Welcome to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. It all started several years ago, this, this, this rescue adventure, when I'd been fishing in the Atlantic Ocean on a 16-foot boat, a pretty small boat, considering you know, the, the size and scope of the Atlantic Ocean. The sun was setting, a picturesque evening. We were turning toward the marina. The marina was very, very close. And I happened to scan the horizon line. I saw a boat and a person behind the boat, and it looked like he was swimming. And I thought to myself, that's weird, because who would swim in 30 feet of water, especially in these sharky waters? So I kind of elbowed my friend who was running the boat over the whine of the engine, and I said, hey, look at that. He goes, man, that guy's in trouble. So we, we turned, made our way to, to, this, to this gentleman. He wasn't really making any sounds. He was just splashing, his head was bobbing, and his boat was maybe two or 300 feet away. And as we approached him, we could tell the guy was drowning. I mean, he, he was really fighting for his life. And as I look closer in this 16-foot boat, I'm like, how in the world are we gonna drag this guy in? I mean, this guy's a behemoth, a leviathan. And I found out he was about 6'7", weighed 340 pounds, a monster. But you know, adrenaline takes over. So I grabbed one of his paws, my friend grabbed the other paw and we pulled this guy in. He was coughing up salt water. He started crying and thanking us profusely. He was like, I was about to go under for the last time, he said. And I go, what happened? He said, I just fell overboard. I was fishing by myself and I tried to swim back to my boat, but the wind kept pushing it away. So we made sure the guy was okay. We went to his boat, transferred him from our boat to his boat, and then we turned toward the marina. And this happened right 
right in, in, in a vicinity that was in eye shot of the marina. So we, we turned into the marina and we're like high-fiving each other going, we rescued a guy. We rescued a guy. I mean, I've heard about it. I've read about it. I've seen water rescues, but we were a part of the rescue. Had, had I not scanned the horizon line, I would have missed it and the guy would have drowned. So we're driving up to this marina, no wake sign, you know. Have you ever seen those no wake signs? And as we're getting closer, all of these beautiful boats are stacked in this marina. One boat in particular probably cost $400,000. And there was this couple standing on the bow of the boat. This guy was ripped, he was shredded. I'm talking about so shredded you could see his aorta. <laughs> And his, his girlfriend, hopefully his wife, had a resemblance of a bikini on. I've seen more cotton in an aspirin bottle than what she had on. Anyway, <clears throat> as we drive up, in unison, this couple, they, they smiled and they waved. And then the guy whacked her on the bottom. I thought to myself, that's weird. That's eerie. That's paradoxical. Here they are, smiling and waving and whacking each other on the bottom when someone almost lost their life sinking to the bottom within sight of where these people were. At that moment, it was like God spoke to my spirit. Sometimes people say God speaks to me. I hope you know, it doesn't mean an audible voice. I've heard some people, it's like they talk to God and it's like a running conversation, like back and forth. No, they're, they're, they're delusional. But you know what I'm saying to you? God spoke to my spirit and said, Ed, that is a sign, that's a symbol, that's an illustration of so many Christians, of so many churches. We have this marina mentality. We're tied up to the docks and we're smiling and waving and whacking each other on the bottom while drowning people are sinking to the bottom without Jesus Christ. That's the story. God uses people, God uses events. God uses situations in your life and mine to speak to us. And again, I know God wanted me to take that and share that. There's no doubt about it. Rescue. That's what I was involved in, uh, rescue. The Bible is an anthology of the rescue throughout his pages, rescue. Rescue, rescue, rescue. When you see the word rescue in the Bible, think of the word salvage. Think of the word saved. God rescued humanity, didn't it? Didn't he? I mean, we were, we were drowning, sinking in our sin. God sent Jesus Christ to to live this perfect life, to die a sacrificial death, to rise again, 
thereby offering us eternal life, offering us a chance to be rescued, saved. Most of us can say, Ed, I was rescued. Isn't it true though, that we have this marina mentality? About 10 years ago, I read that some of the yacht clubs in New England started out as rescue societies. In other words, the rescue societies, all they did was they had their, their, their gear ready, their boats operative. Whenever they would hear about a situation where someone had, had, had wrecked their boat or their ship or someone was drowning, oh, they would fight the wind and the waves and the salt and they would rescue them and they were called rescue societies. But after a while, they became tired of doing that. Too much work, too hard, too difficult. So they formed a yacht clubs. Bought these beautiful boats, sipped champagne and ate caviar and just partayed on these boats as they were tied up in various Marinas. Yet some were like, we're not doing that. We're still, we're still gonna rescue people. We're still gonna be a part of a rescue society. Well, I'm here to tell you, the church is not a yacht club. We're a rescue society. Rescue. When it comes to rescue, it's the life ring. When it comes to rescue, the ring is the thing. Say that with me. The ring is the thing. This is a life ring. Who is the life ring? It's not just the ring, Jesus. It's interesting that when it comes to a ring, there's no beginning and no end. And Jesus came from the top to the bottom to bring us from the bottom to the top. He is the ring. And as you look at, like Greek, the symbol for Jesus, you can put this rope kind of like this across it, the theta symbol. I thought that was kind of a, a cool thing. So the ring is the thing. And I've got to ask you, if you're a believer, if you've been radically rescued, are you rescuing people radically? Because in a real way, you're walking around with this thing attached to your utility belt, if you're a follower of Christ. So wherever I go, whatever I do, if I'm playing golf, I have this attached to me. If I'm crossfitting or orange theorying, I have this attached to me. If I'm watching game day, I have this attached to me. If I'm at a party, I have this attached to me. At school, I have this attached to me. I have the ring attached to my life because I've been rescued, I've been redeemed, I've been saved, I've been delivered, and this is Christ's plan. We, are you ready for this, are plan A. There's no plan B. In other words, if you're a follower of Christ, you, my friend, are plan A. I am plan A. Matthew 28, verses 19 and 20, we read about the Great Commission. 
the Great Commission. It's when Jesus commissioned his, his disciples about what they're to be about. Therefore, Jesus said, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. That is what we should be about. Right before Christ ascended, his last words, go and make disciples. A disciple is someone who's been rescued and they're living out the implications of the rescue. So the ring is the thing. You're listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We're halfway through today's incredible message and we hope it's been an inspirational part of your day. As we pause for a moment, we want to thank you for joining us and for your continued support. This ministry, focused on sharing the gospel, is possible because of listeners like you. As a token of our gratitude for supporting The Creative Connection, we have a special gift for you. We'd love to send you a complimentary copy of Pastor Ed and Lisa Young's newest book, A Path Through Pain. This is a powerful book they wrote after the sudden death of their oldest daughter, Lee Beth. They share profound truth that even in the darkest moments, pain and joy can coexist. To receive your free copy, visit edyoung.com. It's our way of saying thanks for your gift to help take the hope of Jesus to people around the world. And if today's message has touched your heart, consider supporting us. Your contributions, no matter the size, help us continue spreading God's word and bring hope to many. Visit edyoung.com to learn how you can make a difference. Now, let's continue with today's message. You're listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. Number two, the hope is the rope. You know it's got a rhyme, right? The hope is the rope. The rope is attached to the only thing that Jesus ever built, the hope of the world, the church. The rope is attached to, you could say, the fellowship, a bunch of fellows rowing the ship in the right direction. That's a great name for a church, isn't it? The word fellowship in the original language is the word koinonia. It means in common. It means together. So the ring is the thing and the hope is the rope. In this rescue process, it's not just a ring. You have to have it tethered to the body of Christ. The ring is a thing, the hope is the rope. But then there's another one, pull, so the house will be full. We have to be a part of the pool. So whatever we do in church, I'm talking about serving, I'm talking about sowing, I'm talking about sharing, whatever we do in the church, we are a part of the pool. If you're not a part of the pool, if you call yourself a Christ follower and you're not a part of the pool, you have turned your back on one of the commands of Jesus. But if you say, you know what, I'm done, we're not pulling as effectively as we should. So we've gotta serve, get outside of ourselves, serve. Also, we sow, that means our money. I just read you the Great Commission, Matthew 28. Go, I didn't realize it, but go is expensive. 
I have a great friend of mine who's a captain and he's captain a lot of different boats and things like that. And he just knows ships and, and, and crafts. He can just name them. It's, it's, it's crazy. And one time we were fishing together in this little 16 foot boat and he goes, see that boat right there? That boat costs 7 million. I'm like, Richard, you gotta be kidding me. That boat's not seven. He goes, trust me, 7 million. I said, how much does it cost? Let's say I bought one for 7 million. How much would it cost me just to keep the boat afloat? I mean, just normal wear and tear, crew, whatever. He said, minimum $700,000 a year, 10%. So you see a yacht, for example, maybe you've, you've heard of Jerry Jones' yacht. It's like, what, 300 feet maybe or something like that? Do the math. I thought it was interesting that it was 10%. Anyway, <laughs> I just, I just, I just like that. So, so we serve and we sow because this is expensive and we share, we share the good news and we train people, which we're going to do in this series. I'm going to train you how to talk to someone about Christ because people go, well, cool. The ring is the thing, hope is the rope pool, so the house will be full. That's a cute little illustration, but how do I do it? I mean, how do I talk to my father? How do I talk to my boss? How do I talk to this guy in our foursome? How do I talk to this person that I know that doesn't have very much? Or how do I talk to the person that has a $7 million yacht? How, how, how? Well, people are people, and we're gonna discover how to do that. We teach and we train people to soul win, to go, Matthew 28, to where they live, to engage them, to strike up conversations with them because we love them. And then at the right time, and only the Holy Spirit will give us this. And in fact, let me say this. You know what the quickest way to see the Holy Spirit work? What I'm talking about. Not some crazy miracle, which is awesome. Not some healing, which I believe in. Not some experience, no, 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 no. The fastest way to see the Holy Spirit work is to involve yourself in the rescue. No doubt about it. So, we're an evangelistic church and a soul winning church and we can become better and better at it. It's important that we invite people to church, you know people I don't know, I know people you don't know. We're to use our sphere of influence. I sometimes look at real estate. You ever look at real estate? Lisa and I have done some real estate over the last 40 years of our marriage and you know, it's been, it's been really good for us. But I love Zillow, I don't know why, I'm just a Zillow guy. And I like Zillow because Zillow tells us it's 0.3 acres, 35 acres, whatever, I, I just like that. So you know, going into this investment or whatever, how big the tract of land is. God has given you a tract of land that only you have. I don't have your tract of land. God wants you to partner with him in this search and rescue mission because God is about the search and rescue. All we have to do is, God, I'm available. I want to join this rescue party. 
God doesn't tell us to rescue people. No, just to be available. But there's a, there's a problem because you have to come up with a rationale why you're not involved in this process because I know most Christians who you know, claim they know Christ are not involved in what I'm talking about. And we substitute things for the main thing, like worship. I love worship, but worship, you're telling God what he already knows, which we should, yet you're not taking that and telling others what they don't know. So when it comes to this whole worship movement, I've got to ask myself, where is the reproduction? Because when you have worship, you have intimacy, check this out now, between the bride and the groom. And when you have intimacy between the bride and the groom, you're going to have babies, brand new believers. Someone told me the other day, man, Fellowship Church is a great church for new believers. I said, you're dang right. And the reason we are is we have a deep church. If you don't have a lot of baby Christians, you, my friend, are a part of a shallow church. So you want depth? You want to really grow? You want to really swim down there deep? You begin to do what Jesus commanded you to do. But you know what? Most of us are scared. I don't want any of this. No, give me worship or let me just throw a bone in the offering plate or, or, or you know, I just serve kind of, that's my deal. No, 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 no. Some of us have better gifts at this than others. This is a straight up command. But we come up with these excuses, don't we? Some say, well, I'll just put God in a box. That's an excuse. God's sovereign. We're predestined. And we have a lot of churches in Dallas like that. Do you know why most churches don't do this? It's too hard. You've got to put up with the dirty jokes. You've got to put up with the jeering. You've got to put up with people in your face. You've got to put up with all sorts of stuff. And we want to play it safe. We want to be on our little cruise ship, the Christian cruise ship. Uh, Stuffing our faces with all-you-can-eat buffets. Listening to Christian music. And not really worrying about the people in your life and mine who were dying without Jesus. Have you ever watched someone die before? I have recently. My daughter. She's not here. You're going to die. So will you. So will I. We act like we're not, but you're going to die. Why do we have this whole health movement? I'm not going to die. Why do we, why do we have all of this greed going on? I, I, I'm really not going to die. Oh yeah, you're going to die and your friends at work are going to die. What are you doing to rescue them? What, 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 what are you, are you in, in this, in this deal? So the church is not just a place where we show up for an hour and go, okay, man, I checked that box off. No, 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 it's more than that. 
It is a rescue society. Thank you for being with us today on The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We hope this message has empowered you to stand firm in your faith and to shepherd your family with wisdom and courage. Your role is pivotal in nurturing a God-honoring environment, and it's our prayer that you would feel supported and equipped in this journey. Your support is so important in helping us share the gospel of Jesus with a hurting world. As a token of our gratitude, we're offering you a free copy of A Path Through Pain by Pastor Ed and Lisa Young. Visit edyoung.com to claim your book and learn more about how you can support Ed Young Ministries. Don't miss out on the next installment of the Rescue Series as Pastor Ed dives into a message titled Tug of War. Together, we'll explore the spiritual battles that mold our faith and deepen our understanding of God's immense power. Stay with us at edyoung.com for more great content and ways for you to be part of what God is doing through the Creative Connection. Thanks for listening. Until next time, God bless.